Hello everyone, Jody Heiss coming to you from Washington, D.C., bringing another edition of the Freedom Caucus podcast, and we're glad to have you with us. Listen, we've got a very special episode lined up for you today, and I just assure you right now, you do not want to miss the next few moments. As many of you know, the uh, special counsel, Robert Mueller, is uh, he, he's the one who led the investigation into the uh, Trump campaign's contact with Russia. Uh, but you know by now that he is scheduled to testify before the House Judiciary and the House Intelligence Committees uh, very soon. The question is, why is he testifying? And the, it, because all, despite all the evidence, some members of Congress simply cannot take a goose egg, if you will, for an answer. Here, here's just a basic rundown of the facts. The investigation led by special counsel Robert Mueller took 22 months. He had a team of 19 lawyers, 40 FBI agents, uh, some $30 million spent. They talked to over 500 witnesses and issued 2,800 subpoenas. With all of that, what did he find? Well, he found no coordination, no collusion, no conspiracy between the Trump campaign and Russia to influence the election. And he did not recommend a charge of obstruction, I might add. And it's all in his 448-page report to uh, the Attorney General, which I read the report. And, and, and also, it's interesting that Mueller told us all at his news conference that that report was his final word on the matter. He was done. So why are we about to have not just one, but two hearings in the House featuring Bob Mueller as the star witness? Why is the House Judiciary Committee issuing dozens of subpoenas for people who have already been interviewed by Mueller and his team? What is going on here? And I think if you will ponder that question, it, it, the, the truth is you know the answer. You know as well as I do that it's all about politics. It's not about the truth. It's about presidential harassment. It's, it's about placating the liberal base in this country. It's not as if there isn't any real work to be done on behalf of the American people here in Congress. I mean, we've talked about many issues here on this podcast. The border is a disaster. Our national debt is spiraling out of control. Our healthcare system is failing, just to name a few. To say the least, there are dozens of issues more pressing and more important than bringing Robert Mueller back to the House of Representatives to testify. But on this matter, uh, we, we, the, the truth is we've got all the answers. We have 448 pages of answers. It's time to move on from this. That, however, is not to say that the investigations should stop. I believe wholeheartedly that they just need to be focused in a different direction. For example, we need to know things like, why did the FBI use the notorious Christopher Steele dossier to allow him access to agents after they knew that many of the allegations were false? They knew it was fraudulent. Why did they allow it? What's the real story behind the abuse of the FISA court? We need an answer to that. To what degree was the Clinton campaign involved? 
We need to know. The swamp creatures up here in Washington want to keep these and many other answers away from you, the American people, but you deserve to know the truth. That's why I am absolutely thrilled to have as a guest with me today a tireless fighter for uncovering the truth here in Washington, D.C., Tom Fenton. He is the president of Judicial Watch. You see him on Fox News and a host of other places all the time. Uh, most of you, I think, are familiar with Judicial Watch. Those of you who are not, I'll let him share a little bit more, but just a kind of a bird's-eye perspective. This is an educational foundation that literally has been on the tip of the spear of some of the biggest scandals and investigations of the last decade. They are relentless in seeking for transparency and accountability, integrity in our government, in our governmental leaders. Uh, recently, as you well know, they've been heavily involved on the front end of the Russian investigation, but also on the back end of what happened uh, from what, where this is going and the Mueller reports coming forth. But also big uh, things like the uh, Benghazi investigation, the Clinton email. I mean, Tom, you've been on top of it all. I cannot tell you how grateful and thankful I am to have you on the program today. Uh, thanks for joining us. Well, you're welcome, and we're happy to be able to do it. It's a great country. Uh, it, it is. There's no doubt. We want <laughs> for, to keep it all, that way. For all the complaints, there are many, you know there wouldn't be a judici judicial watch doesn't isn't able to exist. Uh, in most other countries. They don't have this independent oversight where civic society and regular folks can say to the government, we want to hold you accountable to the rule of law. It's not allowed elsewhere. Great point. A great point. And with that, let's just, let's just talk. How, do, how does Judicial Watch go about your business? How do you get the information and the documents? It seems like those of us in Congress, we can't get anything that we're after, it seems. And Judicial Watch goes out there, and you guys just do a spectacular job of getting information and, and helping us connect the dots and doing it yourself. How do you do it? Well, there's a law, the Freedom of Information Act, passed during the Johnson administration. It's been around that the left liked to use to target the uh, efforts to rein in the communists during the 70s and things like that and to attack the CIA. And Judicial Watch started using it for conservative values. We recognize that when big government acts, it's often for corrupt reasons. So we've used this Freedom of Information Act to hold the government accountable for its overreach and its abuse of power and its basic corruption. Uh, we had major issues during the Clinton administration, during the Bush administration. Things really metastasized under the Obama administration. And then we've uncovered and been involved with uh, one of the greatest government corruption scandals of American history, which is the illegal targeting of President Trump. And, and it does go back to the Clinton email scandal. Absolutely it does. Because you know Hillary Clinton had this major criminal liability with her email system. And how, what better way to distract law enforcement and the American people uh, from that than to make up uh, a smear against the president uh, or then candidate Trump that he was in collusion with the Russians. And so, in and effect, then all those thousands of emails disappear. That's right. Well, her emails disappear, while at the same time, the DOJ is supposedly investigating her, the Obama Justice Department. They're actually using her material as a source to target her, her political opponent. So they're bending over backwards to protect her with immunity agreements for all of her people and you know, pretending that 33,000 emails going missing isn't a big deal, even though they were covered by subpoenas and other things. 
while making up garbage against candidate Trump and taking the unprecedented step of spying on the candidate Trump and pushing it into the Trump administration to spy on his, on his presidency. Unbelievable. It is, it is absolutely unbelievable. And the way you described it there is the way, exactly the way I understand, that's how this thing went down. And, you know, I'm excited that we have an attorney general now who I believe is committed to try to get to the bottom of some of this stuff. Uh, we've got the Mueller uh, coming back to Congress. Do you, do you, uh, what's your thoughts? Are we going to get to the bottom of this at some point? We're always going to get more of the truth. We're never get all of the truth. Well, uh, that's true. Uh, we hope. Are we going to get enough to where the American people really know absolutely what happened? Well, in many ways, it depends on the Justice Department, and in some ways, the president himself. If left to their own devices, the agencies are going to continue to cover it up. Even Barr, sure. even if Barr wanted to be as aggressive as possible, uh, he's only king of one attorney, uh, one agency, the uh, Justice Department. The president gave him powers to get documents from other agencies, but there are ways of thwarting that as well. And I think the president should uh, think about setting up a system where he personally. Uh, through his power as president, starts releasing documents. And he can't rely on the agencies to release documents themselves. I mean, we'll get some documents, uh, and I think the attorney general does want to release additional documents. Uh, but to get the full truth, he's got to take personal involvement. And, and that's been the case. You know, If you wanted to hold the FBI accountable, the president had to step in and fire Comey. It's that type of action we need right. from the president to get this stuff, get this done. Wow. So I think, uh, again, Tom, that's a great point. We're going to get part of the truth. We'll probably never get all the truth. But in this case, uh, the Justice Department and other agencies have to cooperate. And the Justice Department has to prosecute itself. Is that going to happen? I hope and, so. But, you know, when you listen to the radio, you hear these uh, uh, ads for financial products investment vehicles, and they warn you at the end quickly, past performance is no indication of future <laughs> results. Actually, that's a pretty good rule of thumb yeah, for it politics. Is. It is. Past performance is an indication of future results. Yep. And, uh, but the X factor is the president, is Attorney General Barr, who seems not to give a rat's tail about what anyone really thinks about what he's doing. And right. uh, so I think his instincts are right. We'll see if he can beat the deep state. In the meantime, we have 50-plus Freedom of Information Act lawsuits to get these documents that uh, Congress is unable to get in some cases. And the difference is that we're, you know, when we do Freedom of Information Act lawsuits, these are federal lawsuits. And so the court wants to know, when are these documents going to come out? Tell me why you're going to... And that carries a lot more weight than yeah. Congress asking and, for them. And, and, it's a, and you know, even when you're in the majority, it was difficult. Oh, yeah. When you're talking about congressional oversight of the executive branch, you're talking about a political process. You can have all the lawyers you want yelling about why you should get documents one way or another, but in the end, it's politics. When we're suing, we know politics in, impacts what we're getting, uh, but the courts, in theory, are a little bit... Disinter more disinterested in making sure and and uh, work harder to make sure the rule of law is enforced. But right. it's still a difficult It's still a home. difficult path. All right, so we have Mueller coming um, before Congress. What, what do we need to be looking for in that? What are you anticipating? Well, well the goal of the Democrats is to continue the coup cabal against President Trump, and they sure. see uh, Mr. Mueller's testimony as a vehicle to... Uh, continue their disinformation campaign that he did something wrong. I mean, Mueller's last act of power was an abuse of power, which where he had a press conference 
uh, essentially encouraging the House to impeach him, suggesting the president was guilty, but he couldn't exonerate him, which is the Alice in Wonderland approach to the rule of law. You're innocent until proven guilty, not guilty unless we tell you otherwise. Right. That, that's just an abuse. So uh, that's what the Democrats want out of the testimony. And I would just hope the Republicans have the sort of questions that need to be asked about, well, why did you take this job if you were conflicted, you were interviewed for the FBI job that you were asked to investigate how it become open. It became open. Are you a witness in your own investigation? Uh, why'd you hire all these anti-Trumpers, these Democrat partisan donors to investigate the president? What's with these crazy raids you t that you authorized against Manafort and Roger Stone? What about the leaks? Why did you use this shady steel dossier? Uh, why did you hide the fact you had to fire Peter Strzok the anti-Trump FBI official from your uh, from your investigation. Why'd you hide that from Congress and the American people for four months? Why'd you let all these text messages go missing? Mr. Mueller has been almost immune from accountability and oversight, oh, yeah. and this is the first opportunity for it. Do you anticipate that Republicans will do that? I mean, I feel very confident some of them. Oh, will. sure. You've got Jim Jordan and folks like that, yeah. and, and uh, Congressman Collins has stepped up, I think, as head of the Judiciary Committee on these issues as well. And of course, Devin Nunes, I forget, is it Judiciary and uh, Oversight? Not Oversight. Uh, judiciary, judiciary and Intelligence. Intel. So yeah. it'll be Nunes and Jordan. Uh, so between the two of them, uh, that's more than enough, and I know they've got good backup from the junior members. Now, where does the FISA warrant come into all of this? I mean, we've got to get to the bottom of that as well. Do you think the president will release it? Well, he's authorized the release of the of, uh, a good portion of the warrant already. So we've already gotten FISA warrant applications uh, used to target the Trump campaign and President Trump through uh, putatively Carter Page. And that showed that the courts were misled. Uh, but there's other parts of the FISA warrant application that haven't been released. And according to people like Nunes and others who've reviewed them, said it's as scandalous what's in there as what's already been released. So what are the implications? Uh, if that is released and we get that kind of information, well, what's, what's going to happen? Well, it's more confirmation that the courts were abused uh, to get spy warrants on the president. And it was done uh, during the Obama administration and during the Trump administration to the benefit of the Mueller investigation. So it further compromises the Mueller investigation as, as corrupted. Because remember, the fourth FISA warrant uh, renewal, or was the third renewal, I guess, uh, occurred after Mueller was appointed. So it was for his use. Mm. You know, that Steele dossier, oh, what, what, a, what a sham that was. I mean, we have new reports out that the FBI knew almost immediately it was a that sham. That it was false, yeah. Right. I mean, Comey himself said it was salacious and unverified. And I hope he's asked Mr. Mueller about his misuse or use of this, this Steele report. Because I looked at the report. Did you read the Mueller report? I don't know. Yes, I did. You know, I looked to see what he said about the Steele yeah. dossier. Where he's mentioned the Steele dossier, the only description he's used is unverified. Hold on a second. Years of investigation... And, and it's still and, and it's unverified. Where's the apology? Where's the accountability for these Russia intel sources Clinton used to intervene in the campaign? Unbelievable. Well, that's where this whole investigation needs to continue. Um, uh, we've got years and millions of dollars spent to this point to find nothing on the president, but there is still a lot of information that needs to come forth. 
No, and, because and it was an, and it was an attack. You know, do we want to run our, our government? Do we want the consent of the governed or not? Or are we going to just, exactly? Yeah. Or are we going to rely on deep state actors who decide they don't like a candidate or they don't like a president? Even worse, and they're going to use their powers entrusted to them by the American people to try to illegally target him. I mean, Attorney General Barr said it well in an interview recently. He said, we don't want a Praetorian guard who decides whether or not we're going to have one leader or another. That's not the way our constitutional republic is supposed to work. Wow. And for those who don't remember Roman history, the yeah. Praetorian guard was started off as the bodyguard of the emperor and then became the as corrupt as could be the chooser of the emperor right uh-huh. and you know is that's what the leadership of the FBI kind of saw themselves as one that that's a great analogy Trump. that's a great analogy it really is uh, Tom our time is is beginning to wind down here as you look forward uh, is, is there another big scandal on the horizon out there that you see in the making or that uh, is going to have to be addressed. Where's Judicial Watch looking? Well, I think there still has to be accountability for the Clinton email scandal. We've been in uh, court-ordered discovery where witnesses have come forward and said that, uh, for instance, the State Department knowingly released classified information from the Clinton email system because they didn't want to have too much classified information associated with Hillary Clinton. So they were just not unbelievable. Not Nobody else would get off the I mean, So like I mean, it was just criminality on top of criminality and uh, we have to remember the Clinton email scandal it's becoming clear was more than just about what she did it's about what the Obama White House did and the DOJ did and the State Department did and the FBI did and uh, it's going back to the beginning this is why they wanted to make Trump's life miserable because if the Justice Department was doing its job it'd be doing what Barr is starting to begin to do which is ask questions about how this all happened right well, Tom, I want to thank you so much for coming on the program. And I, I've, if there is one question that I'm asked probably more than any other back in the uh, district, it is when is the Clinton email, uh, when is there going to be justice? When is this thing going to come to an end? And to hear that you guys are still on that and pushing for that is not only a great encouragement to me, but uh, to millions of Americans all across this country. So thank you. You're welcome. Thank you, Jody. Sorry, folks, that's all the time we have left for this discussion. Thank you so much for joining us. Hope you've enjoyed the program. If you have, we'd ask you, as always, to take time to rate and subscribe and review this podcast on iTunes or SoundCloud. And always remember to follow us along on Facebook.com slash Freedom Caucus and on Twitter at Freedom Caucus. Hope you have a fantastic remainder of the day. We'll see you next time.